0: the spanish announce table
1: all right tom the post-wrestlemania buzz is is
0: worn off
1: yeah it's we're we're gonna talk a, a lot about it but
0: well the post-wrestlemania buzz has fallen off because that's how quick things move in the world of pro wrestling but hopefully the superstar shakeup buzz is still going into effect as uh we'll get into it in a little bit later but some people uh were moved uh roster spots or roster shows but then went back and um yeah so there was like a part 2 yeah. of the superstar shakeup happened this week and again we'll get into that in a little bit later but before we do uh this past weekend was also Easter in the Rainer household uh any fun exciting uh events that were uh had during this Easter weekend.
1: Yeah, we didn't really do much for the Easter thing. We typically don't, right? We're not I mean, we got the kids, you know, candy and stuff like that and 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 did that kind of thing, but we don't typically go deep into the Easter. Um but um did uh we I got The club is in full swing. We talked about that before, you know what I mean? The comedy club, working the uh, uh, comedy club there. Did that over the weekend. We got some mowing done out here on the ranch. It's that time of season now, right? Out there doing all the outdoorsy stuff, doing all that uh, stereotypical man stuff, right? And then uh, tonight we had the Daughters uh, Choir concert. Did that.
0: Or woman uh, stuff, because fun fact over here in the Sedlick McCullough household, uh, because of neck injury – uh, mm-hmm. Man, shit is being uh, taken care of by mm-hmm. the woman in the household, oh, yeah. Emily Sedlick, because uh, I can't
1: do it. Oh yeah, my wife does. Uh, typically, she'll probably do more of the mowing than I do. Uh, usually, you know, she works out of the home, so she finds more time to to get it done. You know, and she likes. You know what's so
0: doing. sad though is so I'm in this neck brace, so I really can't push and pull on right. uh, on a nothing. mower. So right. I can't really do that, and we don't have a yard big enough for you know or a riding, riding lawnmower. Right. Uh, and I couldn't make turns as it is, but then Emily is so highly allergic to pollen and yeah. ragweed and all of that, that, uh, she might have to the second go around, uh, for the season have to wear like a mask. So we're going to be that household in the neighborhood oh, who wears a mask.
1: I've thought about it. Cause I'm literally out here mowing hay fields. And at some point, like when I'm making our, well, trails. But your
0: neighbors aren't, you know, yeah next to you you don't yeah. look like a, well and you know,
1: you'd see some meth. some of my yeah. neighbors would be wearing it right <laughs> because they ain't messing around with it either yeah i get terrible out here because it's i literally am mowing some hay fields here and uh oh i suffer from hay fever so isn't that fun uh so yeah uh yeah so did a bunch of that right and then the daughter's choir concert was tonight and that's uh we're getting a late start was recording good man it was fun you know those are always you know i mean you know you see these kids kind of year over year when you stay in the same school and stuff like that, which uh, we hadn't actually. This is only our second year here, but I got to kind of see how they're, uh, you know, what they did last year versus this year. So that was neat. And then, uh, yeah, now we're here ready to talk wrestling. What would you do this week?
0: Well, hold on. Is she a, Is this a passion of hers or is this more of a requirement? You know, because sometimes you have to do yeah, something, no. right? It's like a basketball team or a choir you know, or something. She likes like-
1: doing this. We've asked her that because she's not – she did not seem to be, like, eager. She's not doing solos. She's not, uh, you know what I mean, like, on the the subgroups where they get out there and they bounce around. So we even asked her that tonight. We were like, hey, you know, like, is this something you want to do? Like, you you know what I mean? You signed up for this. We didn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. We were like, you know, like, are you doing this to do this? She's like, oh, no, yeah. I like, this. we're like, okay, all right, well, there you go. So, yeah.
0: Well, good. Yeah. Good to know that she's, you know, enjoying her youth as right. it, as it is. Yeah, and she has a bunch of friends uh, in
1: that crew. You know what I mean? That's usually a, a well, subgroup. You know what I mean? Like, right. All, yeah, right. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The choir group is definitely a right. subgroup in the uh, school system in America, for right. sure. For sure. Uh, what I did, well, so I'm, as I mentioned, still in the neck brace. Uh, so I'm really uh, at the mercy of Emily who drives me everywhere. So, uh, it's not really much that I've had planned because, you know, I'm not going to say, Hey, I'll hang out with my family. You go hang out with yours when right. we only have one car that can take us somewhere. Uh, and so we went over to her parents' house. Uh, her brother, uh, came down from Omaha, brought the, the kids in. Uh, we did like a little scavenger hunt that the kids set up. It was a reverse scavenger hunt where, uh, the niece and nephew hit all the eggs and then it was like whoever had the they, they did a four round easter egg hunt to where you do it the first time around whoever uh got the most then got an advantage in the next room and then whoever got the there you know and so so on and so forth it was fun um it was the first time that the, the brother and sister-in-law uh, from Omaha saw me in the neck brace. So there was a lot of like, so what happened? I was like, okay, well, yada, yada, yada. Was this
1: also the first time uh, they knew of it, some of them?
0: No, everyone knew about it because there's a family text string. And so the day that it happened, Emily was corresponding with everyone in the immediate family gotcha. saying like Thomas got hurt. He fell, blah, blah, blah. Da, 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 da. So they they were aware of it. But this was the first time, you know, you can tell someone, hey, I I hurt my neck. And then when you see, especially me in this type of neck collar then it turns into oh goodness so how bad is it da, da, da. and it was fine like they didn't you know point and laugh kind of thing i wasn't like an outcast but they wanted to know some things right uh so we did that on saturday uh sunday kind of just stayed in i was feeling pretty bad this weekend this was mm-hmm. i i thought so the thursday night thursday or friday night i don't remember the night but i had thought you know, when you're dead asleep and you feel something, you don't know what it is, right? Sure. And longtime listeners of this show can harken back to the times of when I got bit by a spider yeah. and the health scare I had through that.
1: Yeah, you all died.
0: I did. Remember, my torso was double the size. I was red. I was itchy. I went to emergent care, and they kept this... saying, like, if you would have waited, you would have died. That was said to me, like, <laughs> two different times during <laughs> – the, the, uh, emergent care, uh, visit. So... Yeah, I've gone through a lot oh, of health yeah. scares through, through the, this I podcast. I remember telling so. you
1: very specifically, like, dude, that doesn't seem right. You should see a doctor. Like, you shouldn't yeah, be Yeah, because I let it go arm. for like three weeks. You even said you were like, nah, something like, you're like, my stepmom's a nurse. She'll have some, like, pills. They're expired probably, but it'll be all right. And I was like, dude, go to the doctor. Yeah,
0: I was like, come on. Nothing can be that bad. It's a damn spider. I, like, think, I, I think I said verbatim
1: what you told me, too. I wasn't making yeah. any of that up. Yeah.
0: And uh. so flash forward to this past weekend, uh, in the dead of sleep, I thought something was like crawling in my neck collar, like, mm. like inside of it. Oh, and so I go smacking on my damn neck, which fun fact, you probably shouldn't do if you yeah. have a neck injury. And so, God, so yeah, Saturday and Sunday, I was in pretty rough shape. Uh, I'm feeling okay now, but yeah, I, I hurt myself because of a prior <laughs> incident thinking that that was having a you know a a case uh, number two of the spider bite but it just happened to be some like hair because uh you can't cut your hair when you're in a neck collar right because it comes up to the back of your head comes in the Mm. middle of the back of your head so you know unless i'm growing a mullet which you know whatever so my hair is growing longer than it ever usually is and then on top of that i'm can't shave, so I'm growing a neck beard like can't none shave other. at all, huh? You can't, yeah. I mean, I could try, but it's gonna be difficult, you know what I mean? Because you get, I mean, think about yourself shaving, you raise up, you move over, you know. Yeah, you, I
1: just wonder if maybe like an electrical, maybe you could sit there and just kind of, you know, yeah,
0: but then getting underneath the, the well, neck yeah, you'd machine. still have
1: some, like, but you could maybe, right, yeah, man.
0: and that's yeah. the part that sucks. The face is fine, the yeah, face is spotty. Now that you say it, man, you
1: sure do look like – I mean, you almost look like um, uh, – what's his name? Uh, Arquette. You almost look like David Arquette right now with your beard going on.
0: Yeah, I I keep telling people that I look like a kid's drawing of their father who has a beard. Mm. Like if you were to ask a kid to draw their father who has a beard – they would draw what I look like. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Yeah. mm -hmm. So got that. uh, It it really is like you have two
1: separate mustaches that Mm -hmm. is separated from your soul patch that is separated from like your chin strap. It's really Mm -hmm. odd, but there is fangs on the, on the chin strap going up. Like it wants to connect to your two eyebrow mustaches there. Yeah, man, people, we should have been doing video for this one. Yeah, then we never could quite figure negative. the videos out. Well, if anybody was r- religiously no watching was, those, you know, no all two of you, of you either, all two yeah. of you that were watching those, you know, sorry.
0: By the way, though, before we get into the news mm. of the wrestling world and then the week that was in WWE, which maybe you know, flash forward this time next year, we're doing the week that was in AEW and WWE. We'll mm. see about that. Yeah. But I wanted to say hello to all of our new. Uh, Facebook fans mm-hmm. Do not understand To this day What happened Posted one photo uh, Through that one photo From an amazing artist Who you can see in the link That I put it on uh, I think our Instagram page Because that was the original post And it was shared to the Facebook But through that one post We got 108 new likes This past weekend That's So crazy. Hello yeah, we, to we everyone We don't yeah, put we any don't, money
1: into this We don't like You know Like boost Social media posts, we don't... um,
0: We actually always say no to that. Um, (laughs) But organically, we got 108 and counting, 108 as of this recording, new likes on Facebook. So thank you and hello to everyone who hopefully is checking out an episode. We'll see from the numbers. Um, And uh, if you are not a fan or like our page, go check that out, Spanish Nouns Table, uh, on Facebook, and then Table Show at... Uh, twitter and then tweet the table uh on instagram all the fun things that we kind of randomly mm-hmm, will mm-hmm. kick up on from here and there tom
1: before we get into the wrestling again real quick then uh, it, it is nice of of um emily to take you around because you can't move around but it must be did you guys have to outfit to fit the wheelchair or i'm not in a wheelchair oh i mean oh okay i mean you know i just figured with the neck thing you know what i mean you gotta you know
0: Oh, it's an ordeal every time. So the way we do this is she has to carry my backpack because I work for Mm -hmm. a small business company. So Mm -hmm. we take our computers home with us because you just never know, right? So you take your computers home with you. And I'm in a salary position, so you never know what will come up, right? Uh, So I have a backpack. It weighs about 12 pounds. I can't carry anything over five right now, yada, yada. So the way it works in in the morning is she'll carry my backpack. I carry the coffees. She unlocks the door. She puts the backpack in the back seat. I hand her the coffee. Uh, I open up my own door, and then I sit in there. She hands me back the coffees. I put it in the console, and then she shuts the door and then walks around. That's our routine. And then then we get to where I go to work, uh, and she'll walk up the backpack to the third floor with me. Well, we take the elevator, but we'll go to the third floor. She helps me unpack, and then she goes on uh, about her day and picks me up when she's done.
1: Yeah, not in a wheelchair. Tom forgot the first rule of improv is yes and, but, you know. Yeah, we'll just roll with it. We'll move on with the show. I didn't realize we're doing improv here Comedy Club, guy. You,
0: you did two weeks of sound at a, at a comedy club, and now Listen we got to be guy. all, you know, hitting improv Yeah, classes. Hey, they got their
1: uh, liquor license finally at the Comedy Club of Kansas City. You know, the gov- wheels of government move slow, as we've talked about. So anybody want to go check that out, it's a little hey, bit more of they a fun do? time.
0: do they do improv? Like, you know, hey, give he us a little kid He doesn't have anything like and, that uh, right uh,
1: now, no. Um uh they will have an open mic night i don't know if those are up and running yet either i'd have to e- check out their facebook page also after you subscribe to uh, you know ours and like it if you haven't already um mm-hmm. of course but yeah no it's um you know yeah more to come more to fall they're still kind of mid opening because they they don't have like their Full health license yet to open the kitchen and all that kind of jazz because they're waiting on, you know, blah, blah, blah. And you got to get all the yeah. inspections and finish all that. Yeah.
0: Improv, though, is always uh, fun to go to. It is to make so fun. Them so uncomfortable, right? Yeah. Give us a location. Ferguson. Right. Oh, okay. Uh, 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 how right. about you, give us a celebrity. Bill Cosby. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, someone else. Yeah. Uh, Hitler. <laughs> yeah. I stumped the guy. I
1: gave him, uh, they were like, what's something uncomfortable that, uh, you know, what I mean, you'd have to, to say something and be like, how do I tell my parents they're adopted? And they were like, "Uh," you know what I, mean? I was like, "Yeah, fucking do that." That's <laughs> right? a good one. Yeah, right. Yeah, the guy was like, "Uh," he did something, but it absolutely wasn't that, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, and then they just moved on. I was like, "Yeah, that guy sucks."
0: You know, another thing that I've been doing because the medication that I'm on uh makes my brain just go in every corner of my brain that I don't like to visit uh, and I come up with these weird questions. Here's the one that I came up with today at work that I uh, presented to the room. Uh, is butter a condiment? Mm. Yeah, right? I don't know. Is it? Yeah. What do you think?
1: Sure. A lot of people will dip things in butter, right? Your seafood yeah. stuff. You, right? you,
0: you spray it on a or you spread, mm-hmm. spread it on a bread. Some people spray it. On their bread. Yeah, some some people people do...
1: yeah, that might not be butter, but, you know, whatever yeah. we're
0: doing, right? Yeah. Another one I did last week is Cheeto a chip.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. Everybody always, boy, we got, whenever we've asked anybody that, you, you get one of two responses. Yeah, of course, dumbass. Or... uh. Um, I don't know, why the fuck would you ask me something like
0: that <laughs> <laughs> That's fun right? Those are always the fun ones So there you go, uh, listeners of Spanish Downstable mm-hmm. If you want to stump or give uh, Your co-workers just a head scratcher Ask them one of those two questions Or you could yeah. ask the, the most common one Of all those food type of things uh, Ask them as a hot dog a sandwich
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> one too go. Alright, so we got some news Some wrestling type news There was a one that uh, you brought up here Before off air, why don't we get into that story
0: Yeah, so over the Easter weekend, it was reported that um, 0-2 professional fighter uh, CM Punk Phil Brooks returned to pro wrestling, because that's what he's better known for, uh, returned to pro wrestling in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, in front of 350 people under a mask. He jumped in. He stopped the heel from hitting the baby face with the chair, uh, hit him with his... Uh, GTS and the crowd went mum, man, did they sit on their hands. That's the one, that that was my biggest takeaway from this. Now, I don't think this is a bad idea. I actually think it's pretty cool, but from that initial reaction from the video, I mean, I didn't even hear anyone clap. Now, again, he's under a mask, so you may not know. And, you know, it's 350 people in, God bless it, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So you're not really thinking CM Punk's going to make his return. However, that was my biggest first reaction from it. But what do you think of, let's just say, now it's been reported since this video, that CM Punk has actually done this a few different times. So let's just go with that myth, right? Let's run with the myth that was reported that CM Punk has done Three to five of these little run-ins, GTS, get out. What's your thoughts? You think it's cool? You think it's stupid? Give me your instant reaction there, Tim. All of
1: my reactions are tainted by my overarching view of Phil Brooks slash CM Punk, which Mm -hmm. is massively just underwhelmed, and I just don't like his attitude and just don't care. Like, I don't miss him at all,
0: right? You know what I mean? Well. We can get into that. And I yeah. think we're going to actually get into this that <laughs> similar conversation with Bray Wyatt uh, when we get into the next right. segment. <laughs> okay. um, but I will say this: Phil Brooks does not seem like someone I would be friends with. I, I don't right. seem, you know, any any interest in hanging out with that person. However, that CM Punk character, and you can go. F- Back to when he was an active wrestler in WWE, mm-hmm. I was the biggest fan of. When we met Kofi Kingston, the first WWE wrestler in that picture, I'm wearing a CM Punk shirt. I can separate the art from the artist. Uh I can, although I just I still never even was that into yeah, the you CM Punk character. But I was. Yeah, but yeah, I was. yeah, yeah. I like now. Fa- let's fast forward to what we we're talking about now. I like that idea because I, I like think it's idea. a new, yeah, yeah I, it's a new wrinkle on pro wrestling. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, one of the most influential. Uh, shooting stars in pro wrestling histories, Andy Kaufman, right? How he came in the whole storyline with Jerry Lawler, the women's uh, uh, champion, you know, the champion of women's professional wrestling, all of that fun stuff. And then outside of pro wrestling, he came up with his own alter ego, Tony Clifton, who was a stand-up comedian that was him, but then it became someone else. And then Tony Clifton showed it up at, Uh, Andy Kaufman's funeral but we all thought that Tony Clifton was always Andy Kaufman so it created this confusion I like that if you can adapt that you know what are we doing who is this am I getting work or is this America, right it's, yeah, it's Mr. <laughs> America. Yeah, exactly. CM Punk is copying actually Hulk Hogan. That That's <laughs> what we're really seeing. Right, yeah. But if he can do that as like a traveling, he shows up at this Milwaukee show. He comes to a Journey Pro show here in Kansas City. He goes to a reality of wrestling in Houston, Texas. And again, it's this just weird character that we think is him, but we can't prove that it's him. You could have it to where he gets unmasked and it turns into be Colt Cabana if they're still friends or who, who Ace Steel, you know um it could be one of those guys who gets you know unmasked a at the performance center yeah a steel and good friend of the show uh mm-hmm. he's gonna be at journey pro i think uh coming up with uh jeremy white taking on jimmy jacobs that'll be a good fun yeah, show to take uh, when is that yeah
1: one, may 9th. um may 9th. Am i gonna be able to make that what night what day of the week is that i believe it's thursday can't do it
0: oh real great i'll be there um will you well, who knows? Yeah. I'm probably not. I can't drive. You think Emily's gonna go? Uh but I like that idea. Right? Doesn't that sound fun where you can go to a show and you don't know if the run in is CM Punk, some local guy that you've been watching for years, or somebody else. Like I like that That's element true too It of- could
1: become like the Bill Murray story. Of running, of like independent wrestling, right? right? Exactly.
0: Yeah. Like holy shit! And then why we hung out Bill with CM Burns? Punk all night, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then maybe, and maybe that then turns the the narrative in the IWC from CM Punk being kind of this disgruntled curmudgeon who we kind of like, hey man, get over yourself, into this beloved like, hey, he showed up in. Poughkeepsie, and then he showed up in Phoenix, it's always and he's just hanging out. Yeah, yeah. It's I don't know where Poughkeepsie, Poughkeepsie is. I, yeah. It's just a fun word to me. Right, yeah. Uh, Poughkeepsie,
1: or what's another one? It's always like uh, what's another one people will throw out, like Des Moines, maybe I don't know. Mm-hmm.
0: Rochester.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: but I, I think I like the idea. So I'm hoping he can maybe run mm-hmm. with this a little bit more. I don't want him to be seen as much, but if that becomes a thing, then maybe my opinion changes of Phil Brooks. But like I said. I've always been a fan of that CM Punk character and I like this. This is something that uh adds a fun element of surprise to you never know where the masked CM Punk will show up. So, what else you got for us? Uh the story that
1: stuck out to me this week um is the Gold Dust character has been retired.
0: Oh, uh, it or has. So
1: it's, not. Or so yeah. it would say. Yeah, so we'll see this guy back in WWE someday right as Gold Dust, yeah.
0: Of course, but wrestling,
1: be a... but maybe not wrestling.
0: Yeah. And right. what I mean by like now, who knows? Right. I could be completely off because AEW could take off. He never needs to go back to WWE, right. you know, something like that. I just feel with that working relationship that they've had for so long, it seems like it ended 30 uh, years. I mean, <laughs> right and it seemed like it ended peacefully there was no cm punk type of ill feelings towards each other i would not be shocked if whatever his hometown is houston texas austin something like that they're at monday night raw and bray white in a backstage segment gets spooked by gold dust who's just hanging out right like that would not be something i would never i could easily see that happening in two years so um That's why I'm not saying, like, this Goldust character is retired. Now, Mm. to your point, yeah. Do I think that Goldust is going to be wrestling um, Dean Ambrose in AEW? No, but Dustin Rhodes Dustin Rhodes will
1: probably, yeah. Now, here's the thing. I mean, this guy's got one of the longest-running in-ring careers of note. I mean –
0: Oh, he's been you want to for... hear how, how long he's been doing this? Yeah. I, because I apparently I just like pro wrestling and sometimes I like to torture myself, I watched a 38-minute video on YouTube of every pinfall uh, title change of the WCW Championship from 91 to 2001. And when Ron Simmons won the title in 91, the first person who congratulated him... Was Dustin Rhodes. God. 91. Yeah. And that's... No, it was 92. Excuse me. It was 92. But still, he was started at 91. But yeah, he was already on the roster in 91. Yeah. I mean, that's...
1: That's (laughs) 27 years ago. And that's... He'd already... Like, you don't just show up there without having already been wrestling.
0: (laughs) He had already made some appearances in WWE Mm -hmm. when... uh, uh, he was in the crowd getting attacked by I can't remember who, but then Dusty Rhodes was coming to his aid. I can't even remember who the guy that was attacking. Him. Maybe it was well, Bad News if, Brown. It was someone he, like that. But if, yeah. but
1: he's in great shape, and he – you know what I mean? By all means, is going to go over there and be wrestling in ring. As I mean like he
0: could be going you yeah, know I mean? and- be upwards of 40. Yeah, and to further the, the announcement of the Gold Dust is retiring, as you mentioned, he's in AEW. He's going to be in a match with Cody Rhodes. Uh, I will say this about that: I think it's good because of the age, right? Like, uh, you never know if you know, like you said, he is in good shape, but yeah, a let's knee get this break. match out of the way. We haven't had that's it. what I'm saying, right? Right, but we kind of have, but we haven't had this Dustin right. versus Cody right. thing. My thing, and we talked about it when AEW was forming. But nepotism can get you in a little bit of trouble. Mm -hmm. And so you already have Cody's running this with his best friends, the Young Bucks. And then he added another good friend in Kenny. And now his first match is his brother. And then his wife is running the women's division. It's like, hey, man, you're putting a lot of your own eggs in this one basket. Like, if you suck, you're not the only one affected here. Like, you're all out of money. So, you know, again, I hope it's awesome. I I am – uh exhausted from the, the machine of WWE. I'm looking for an alternative. Some things are hitting with me, but not consistently. I'm hoping that AEW is that consistent alternative that I run to. So I'm hoping for the best. However, as an outsider looking in, and I say, Cody's in charge, right? Like we're air quotes here. Cody's in charge. And then his wife is in charge of the women. And then his best friends are in charge of – um, you know, some aspects of the promotion and then his first matches with his brother, man. That's yeah, it's a, a
1: lot. It's, it's really a lot. lot. I mean, but yes, I hear you on the needing an alternative and we're going to get uh, into it more into the next segment when we roll into um Raw and Smackdown, just cause yeah, it's yeah, we'll get into that. Uh, uh, unless you got anything to, to wrap up the gold dust thing, we can just kind of roll out into a break and then we can get into that about WWE and maybe we can discuss why we might, be so eager for an alternative
0: yeah the only thing that i will add is i haven't been following too closely i watch the road to double or nothing uh videos if they come through my recommended Mm. feed on youtube Uh, i don't know how uh, you know speaking about the cody match i don't know if that's the main event i still think the main event's gonna be jericho and omega 2 but that Mm. could be me guessing if that's the case then i'm okay a little bit more with cody versus dustin rhodes right like if that's not the main event okay right but i don't know you could have had a more shocking heel turn that dustin you know congratulates cody on a great uh first show and then turns on him or you know something like that like a kevin owen Sami Zayn, at nxt something yeah, similar a to story. that story but we
1: keep saying that yeah. but they don't have a whole lot of stages to tell the story at the moment that's true
0: too so um Hopefully um, that's not the main event, and that would make me a little bit happier because, again, nepotism kind of makes me shy away from a, a, any type of product, especially entertainment. But, yeah, right. that was my last point. Okay. Well, then, yeah,
1: we will take a break. We're going to come back, and we're going to talk about Raw and SmackDown and get into all the who's and the what's and the ins and the
0: outs and you know whatever else you want to talk about when we come back to the Spanish announce table. Fun fact, Lita has wins against Stone Cold Steve Austin. Triple H, Kurt Angle, Edge, Christian, Shane McMahon, Chris Benoit, Eddie Guerrero, and John Cena. The Spanish Announce Table.
1: Tom, Monday Night Raw kicked off this weekend, um, and it was a show that reportedly was finalized script-wise four minutes before it went to air. So, you know, that's going to be good
0: yeah i mean who knows to me again that could have just been someone saying i heard from a re- disgruntled reporter that everything w- like could have you know vince could have been like i know what i'm doing the morning of and the writers are trying to make him happen all the while vince is like i know what i'm doing right. you know what
1: i mean well, there's that too yeah sometimes
0: yeah, yeah. so those reports i kind of take with a grain of salt because you never know you never know where the information's coming from also dave melter if you listen to any of Conrad Thompson's podcast with Eric Bishop, Bruce Pritchard, Tony Shavani, all the other ones. There's a lot of you know. Uh, uh, Melter said that was fucking bullshit. Remember Mabel was the third guy. Yeah, so I think
1: Alvarez is the one who who first said this one, but I okay. think some other but you people. Know what I'm saying. But yeah, I'm just
0: saying. But no, you're right. Speaking.
1: You're right. And there's that too. Yeah. That like somebody who reported it might have been somebody who thinks they are in charge and on a need-to-know basis, and they're not, right? Right. And
0: and they didn't get the
1: updates that shit was already done.
0: Um, Already good.
1: Right, yeah. But the
0: show happened. Uh, One thing that I was proud, not proud, but happy to see, is uh, if you remember last week when we recapped the Superstar Shakedown, I said, uh, or shake up, I said, uh, hey, AJ Styles, let's just pull the trigger. Like, Let's just get him in the number one contender match. I want to see AJ versus Seth Rollins. Everyone wants to see it. And by God, they listen to the podcast because what happened? AJ Styles is your new number one contender against Seth Rollins. Now I say that money in the bank, Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles for the premier championship, the universal title. What's your first reaction to that?
1: uh I you know, I agree with you in that, yeah, everybody wants to see that I mean everybody, I don't really care to see it, I don't um, I'm not really feeling either guy right now, am I weird for that, like
0: yeah there's just how, nothing to how much it. does aj styles have to do for you to for you to finally <laughs> get behind this guy he does everything <laughs> since forever and you're always just like nah he does the beat up john cena and you're like nah yeah, no, that was and fun. then he does the bullet club in in mm-hmm. new japan and you're like nah. then he comes over and kills dean ambrose and you're nah. what do you got against this just, guy
1: wait a minute aj styles killed dean ambrose
0: Remember well i well,
1: haven't seen dean ambrose in a while yeah i haven't, haven't seen something. dean ambrose of so you, <laughs> yeah. So
0: uh, no, but when he won the title, and then yeah, when he no, won you the can... title from Jinder Mahal, no, so it's I, like
1: I agree that yeah, this will be good. I just it's also you know it's face versus face with no story, so it's now just kind of like the you part know I
0: can understand right when right. you go hey two faces with no story are going to wrestle well that's fucking vanilla ice cream and vanilla ice cream's fine but it fucking add some stuff to it and it makes it better what what i I feel about
1: both guys right now is vanilla ice cream which somebody's got to be it so i guess now we're going to get the fight for who is right we're going to establish who that is the pecking order for who is the white meat baby face and i think they're going to go with rollins because i think they just gave it to him and they're going to build the show around him
0: well and that's even better because remember the last time aj styles turned heel he did it against john cena we got up beat up john cena and then we got the bullet club and we got fun promos and we got john cena's uh, armband as a headband for AJ Styles and all the fun yeah, stuff. We'll so get some I'm cool all stuff. For it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all for an AJ Styles heel turn. Well, and the match will be great, of course. Yeah. And I'm also on the the flip side of that coin, I'm all for the snarly a- antagonizing laugh from Seth Rollins uh when he was a heel and all the bullshit that he did with J and J security. So I'm cool with the Seth Rollins heel turn as well. I just want something to happen. But what I was thinking as they did this match kind of so soon one thing it says to me and maybe i'm just reading into this a little bit too much kind of trying to peek behind the curtain but it feels like even though aj styles did re-sign a new contract it almost feels like hey we need to get these matches in while we can right so i mean he's done the matches with roman reigns he did the matches with john cena he just did a match with randy orton so it's like we're checking off the boxes of AJ Styles was in WWE, but did he wrestle fill in the blank? And I feel like with them just going right to AJ or excuse me, with uh, Seth Rollins, it feels like maybe that's the the goal behind the scenes is let's get AJ Styles in all of these quote unquote dream matches. Right. So like I said last week with where I want to see him go, I'd like to see him turn heel. Now I said him go up against Finn Balor cuz that's just a built-in storyline for the IWC marks that'll get all excited and too sweet their dick off. Uh but apparently that's gone wayside. But I would still like to see AJ Styles and Ricochet, right? Like that should be the next program for AJ just to get this in while, you know, everything's cooking with fire here. Yeah. Um
1: yeah. Yeah. Um Boy, they sure took a long time to get there. Now, I like the idea of the two triple threat matches um, to determine, you know, two guys who then face off for a one-on-one. Like, I like that. That fills up a show nice. That's always a good way to to show off talent. But, man, the the opening segment to get there was – felt like everybody was forgetting their lines. It was just – I don't know. Not
0: even – yeah, that on top of – Again, let's treat this as kayfabe is one of my new phrases in Spanish Mm. Table 2.0. But let's treat this as kayfabe is just the first six guys to fucking walk out getting the shot. Like (laughs) Triple H should be saying, here's who I think are the top six competitors and they're going to face off in a in, in two triple threats. And then he should be the one announcing it. Now, you could have a heel say like, hey, I'm not giving you the opportunity to say someone else's name. I'm putting my foot down and I'm in this match. Okay, we can go with one of those guys saying that. But yeah, it was just, hit this guy's music. Now hit that guy's music. Now hit this guy's music. And hit that guy's music. And as the audience there might have been cool, because I don't know if they saw the graphic of the two triple threats, and maybe those were all surprises, right? Like, wow, Mm -hmm. uh, Samoa Joe. Wow, Rey Mysterio. But to us, the, the TV viewer, we were told that those were the two triple threat matches. So then it just became this... You know, yeah, uh, this dog and pony show where they just fucking walk out and trot and say their two words,
1: right? And and I this is you know the other show, but like I, I liken it back to last week when Paige was like, oh my tag team, and then uh, what Sonya Deville and Manny Rose come out and they're like, oh, you know, and they they thought it was it's them. Were, yeah. Well, if we're keeping that kayfabe, I still if I if even if I think this is a real show, I still understand there's a production truck going on, right? They don't just have their music queued up, right? Like, yeah. So how might have like how might have yeah? yeah,
0: That's that's a that's a Pavlov's dog thing, right? You have to to hear the music for them to go. Yeah,
1: yeah. You just have to let it go. The pop, you got to get the pop. But it's that kind of thing, right? It's this like, it's like, oh well, I'm just randomly putting my, you know, like I'm just gonna come out here and I'm in the match. Well, then why did they have your music ready to go? Why is nobody like suddenly beating you up there to stand there waiting? You know
0: what I mean? Like, it's just weird. Yeah. It's odd. And that's that segment specifically. I had a little bit more of a problem with than usual because you had triple H in the ring, right? Right. Like you had the authority figure who could say I'm the one calling the shots and here are the participants. Now, typically if triple H isn't in the ring, Then you kind of go like, well, I guess whatever. We'll just call a spade a spade and just live with it. But you could have done something with the authority figure even though they're not doing the authority figure thing anymore. But you had the decision maker who could have said, I'm introducing these people to you, Seth. Here's who could potentially be facing you at Money in the Bank. And then said Baron Corbin, yeah. and re- you know, like that would have made a little bit more logistic sense.
1: Yeah, I thought they were going to go with a heel, and I thought they were going to go with either Corbin or McIntyre, and I thought they could have missed the boat on Corbin to just continue the heat of people just hating that the like, why is he here in this spot? And I just fucking love it. Match, right?
0: yeah. yeah, I fucking right. love how much I hate <laughs> yeah, Baron Corbin. I right. do too. Yeah. And then the the little details of whatever city they're in, yes. he's that city's favorite yes. son. Fuck off.
1: You well, dick. I noticed that because, like, I think it was like one week, like, they said it and they were like, it was Chicago or whatever. The first time they did it, and I was like, bullshit. I was like, that dude's from Kansas City. I was like, they right. start building from Chicago now. And then, like, the next week he did it, and I was like, oh, I get it.
0: Right. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it's that's fun. great. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's great. Yeah, and
0: so. I like that he – like, I really don't like him. It's not like the Kevin Owens thing where Kevin Owens is kind of cool and I wouldn't mind hanging out with him. No, I fucking hate that guy. (laughs) Yeah. I fucking hate him. So,
1: okay, so the first match, though, was Joe Styles and Mysterio. I like Joe's promo man coming out and he's like – you know, Becky's got the, you know, the two belts. He's like, I got big shoulders. Let's do this, right? Like, right. let's go.
0: Which, that would have been what? a fun match, too. I would have enjoyed that. Oh, all, yeah, all of those guys I I would have thought were a fun match with um, Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. The one thing that I thought, first off, coolest Styles Clash of all time, yeah, catching Rey Mysterio right. out of a power bomb and then doing it on top of Samoa Joe. Mm-hmm. One thing, and I don't know. Again, we don't know behind the curtain what it's like, but I feel like, the smaller guys, when they get Ray Mysterio, take a little bit more liberties with him. Like I can actually fuck this guy up, sure. and like AJ Styles threw him in the goddamn mat like hard as shit hey, twice. Man, and maybe just Rey like, says to do it. I know, but like. Fuck man, let's be a little kind to the fucking twenty two yeah, year vet him. with CTE.
1: <laughs> with CTE? Know, mean, he has
0: to <laughs>
1: Yeah. I mean, Nash gave it to him at least, right? Yeah, he showed when he, yeah. when he, Show when him. he
0: fucking well, when Big Show had him in that stretcher and threw him up against the, the yeah. ring post, remember that? God, God damn. One of the, one of
1: my lasting memories of NWO is Nash just lawn darting him like, right into the side of the damn
0: truck. Well, with... the only cool moment I thought Big Show ever had was when he took Rey Mysterio off that uh, stretcher and fucking swung him like a baseball bat against a ring post.
1: God, that was so crazy.
0: But All anyhow, right. I just thought AJ Styles went a little too, like, hey, man. Be nice. Of all people, you should get this. Uh, I just have always felt like smaller guys go like, well, I can beat this one up, and he's going to feel my, my pain. And it's like, easy, guys. Be nice mm-hmm. to Old right?
1: Yeah. All right. What else happened done? Oh, yeah. Naomi beat Billy Kay. There's nothing there that excites
0: me. Yeah. I will say this, though. And, and fast-forwarding to the Iconics uh, losing again on SmackDown, so we don't have to cover that. But the backstage promo that um, – uh billy Kay and peyton royce cut was phenomenal so uh billy Kay just keeps on doing this you gotta be joking me that's her phrase right. and it's so like it's awkward and it's right. australian and just it, it catches my ear right so i like that but then peyton royce goes into this whole diatribe about how uh well. Two weeks ago I was dehydrated. Yes. Well this week I was too hydrated right. and now my belly hurts. And then <laughs> if I take an elbow to the chest, what do you think is gonna happen to my kidneys? Of course I'd lose a match like that. Right. And I just they're doing really well yes, with the champion jobbers, you know, chicken shit uh champs. I like yeah, I and just like. like annoyingly like God, these like <laughs> yeah, yeah, like Yeah. I they're, they're they're a little bit more likable than the Baron Corbin. Right. But it falls along the same lines of, like, you guys fucking suck. Like, you guys are the ones that says a joke in class, and you're the only one that laughs, Mm -hmm. but you keep telling fucking jokes. It's like, stop it.
1: Yeah. All right, well, then we got The Miz, Baron Corbin, Drew McIntyre, and The Miz still just not buying the face routine. And Baron Corbin, we talked, like, he gets the, I genuinely don't like this guy. He Mm -hmm. Drew McIntyre he gets more of a, like, I genuinely don't like this guy, but, like, I'm just going to shut up and let him do whatever he's got to do so he'll just move on and not hurt me vibe, you yeah. know what I mean? Because you just see me you're like, yeah, of course that guy would, you know what I mean? If he's just going to come in and, like, steal whatever he wants from me, what the fuck am I going to do about it, right? Like, I'm yeah. just, you know what I mean? Like,
0: of course. Yeah, I do like this. This babyface run of Miz is better than the first time, right? There's a little bit more I can buy into. He's fighting for his family. Sure. There's a little bit more relatable content that I can get behind. Uh, I just want him. I want him to be a bad guy booked as a baby face. That, that's what makes him awesome. If he tells you how fucking cool he is and then he can actually prove it and then heels are beating him up because he's proving it, right. that's fucking Way money. cooler, like, way that's cooler, the, right.
1: Then he's the again, most must-see, you know right. what I mean?
0: Right. And again, you know, I feel like I beat this dead horse every time I can, but going back to ECW, what made RVD so fucking cool is he acted like a heel, but then he would get beat up by the, the heels, and then you felt sympathetic for him, so he was a likable cool guy like he was the fucking he would do the rolling thunder and like look at you and like that was cool and you had to be like yeah man yeah. that was really fucking it was, it was cool, really cool. All right yeah and so that's what miz needs to do more of is his wrestling style isn't you know uh, gif worthy or gif worthy and you know highlights and viral videos kind of stuff but he needs to cut those promos that he did when he was a heel on daniel Bryan, and then we go like that's our dude that's what he needs to do more of yeah uh Sami Zayn, what are you thinking? Love it. Although I want to see him wrestle. I yeah. love watching Sami Zayn wrestle. Um One thing that I feel, and maybe the first baby face to go at him will say this. But I have felt this way when anyone kind of tells me, like, oh my god, this other thing was so cool. I just want to say, look, then go there. Fucking go there. Like if the vacations were great, go back. You're like, especially in WWE, you're not needed. There's right. no, we we missed you nine months, and we had a WrestleMania that worked just fine. Yeah. Like nothing, nothing missed a beat. Uh, it it also feels like following Sami Zayn's social media, like I do, because I am a fanboy. It does feel at his age, you know. Generally speaking, people will uh, change professions right in the mid early to mid thirties. That's when you start to see people transition from. Ex career to another career, and then mm. they start down a different path. It kind of feels like, and I listened to this podcast episode with Edge and Christian, where it was genuinely like, "He's like, I didn't really miss wrestling that much. I really enjoyed traveling." It feels like if I'm Doctor Filling it over here, or podcast style, it feels like Sami Zayn maybe should be trying to do something else. Right. Like he's done everything he's wanted. And now yeah. it's just spinning the wheels. It's kind so, of what we
1: thought about CM
0: Punk when we were like, hey, man, right? do not like him? Yeah, so, it's
1: like. Dude, just shut up about it. <laughs> yeah, on. now Sami uh, Zayn. this is a, right.
0: Yeah, now we don't know if Sami Zayn's as disgruntled as CM Punk was. And looked CM Punk looked fucking horrible at the end of his yeah. WWE, career, like a fucking shell of a human. Uh, but going to Sami Zayn, maybe if we're, you know, shooting here, maybe it's time for him to go somewhere else. Now, I don't want to to do it because he's one of my favorites but as a if I was a friend of whatever his real name is maybe I'm telling him hey go into I don't know holistic fucking therapy or whatever you hippies do with trees and shit
1: at Chris Mercado 23 on Twitter which by the way any new listeners you can play along on twitter use hashtag tweet the table he says all Sami Zayn has to do at this point is speak he draws heat like an oven and he's also more than capable of being the ultimate underdog is he the best heel on raw hashtag tweet the table
0: uh, that's gotta be corbin right
1: that's heel yeah
0: yeah because people even when Sa- Sami Zayn was cutting that promo and he was blaming the fans you had fans like yeah you're right and it's like well that's not what we want but with baron corbin -hmm. Everyone is like, fuck that guy. (laughs) At
1: Bartender underscore all WC. Speaking of Dean said Dean's highly publicized last match was last night. Yeah, this was came in a while ago. Says, but he hasn't been taken off of the current superstar roster. Gold dust has been placed on the alumni section. Andrade and Black have been placed back on the SmackDown Live roster, but they didn't move Dean to the alumni. Work. Hashtag tweet the table.
0: Yeah. Uh, Look, it's the world of pro wrestling. Taking a break. Yeah. I don't think that right now he's backstage at a house show of whatever touring brand Raw, you know, whatever city Raw is in right now, right? Right. I don't think he's doing that. I think he is maybe legit home, taking a nap or something. Traveling. But, yeah. But I would not be shocked at Survivor Series. The fifth member of team fill in the blank is Dean Ambrose.
1: Yep. Yep. All right. <laughs> um, Cedric Alexander, Cesaro,
0: and Cesaro wins. So, well, you know, the one thing that you can count on, it feels like for the last 10 years, maybe, is that Cesaro with an athletic wrestler will give you a match that is high quality, right? The Cesaro, Sami Zayn, going back to Sami Zayn uh, match, and then the two out of threes is what put NXT on the map. And so I feel like what they're doing with Cedric Alexander is like, we need to make this guy a star. Well, who can we do that with? Well, you can always count on Cesaro. And so I feel like that's what they're doing, especially with Sheamus being hurt.
1: Yeah, he is just just an athlete. I mean, the guy is just... Yeah,
0: he's fucking awesome. You know, going to SmackDown, we're all behind Kofi Kingston, which now it's starting to get a little cool with the Kevin Owens heel turn. Right. But the next guy can we get behind organically if we're just picking fucking people that's been there forever. Can we get behind Cesaro?
1: Yeah, I mean that dude he cut,
0: Yeah, he can cut just of, of, of a believable promo as Kofi. His matches are on par different languages.
1: style. Six, yeah. right? Or something like that, right? <laughs> like, yeah, something
0: like that. I just yeah, let's make Cesaro a fucking champ if we're just gonna pick guys that have been there a while and say them.
1: Yeah. All right, um, the Usos and Revival backstage promo I really liked. That was fun.
0: How, well, the Usos, well, how yeah. fucking awesome. Referencing the, the drunk driving yep. uh, incidents they both had, thought that was perfect. And then the falling asleep while the Revival yeah, gave a, that was so, uh, their promo, yes. and then waking up and be like, we thought, oh, I just had a dream <laughs> that these two guys challenged us to a fight, which is like... That's what you're getting to. Like, let's just get to the fucking point. I love right. it. Usos are so great. They're man. the
1: best. They're the best. They're the best.
0: <laughs> They're the fucking best. All right. Um,
1: uh, at Katie first lady says the Viking Raiders this week, their new gimmick should be what's their name this week. Hashtag tweet the table.
0: Yeah. And I think their new finisher or their finisher it has a new name and their finisher is called the viking experience yeah
1: so th- i think that's what came out is that uh they they didn't actually have the full rights or they couldn't necessarily fully trademark war raiders so they needed something and they can just do vikings because you're not gonna be able to trademark that either so right. they went with viking experience and then the blowback from that they were like okay never mind <laughs> and then right. came up with this i guess so uh
0: yeah yeah yeah, and you know, hey, cut him some slack, right? Remember at one time Mick Foley brought this up when it was the Viking experience. It was Kane the Undertaker, yeah, and then they just right. cut it to the Undertaker. So, you know, let's let's not act like, God damn it, how can you make a mistake? It Steve was a mistake. Was it was the stupid. Master, you know? <laughs> right. It was a mistake, but let's credit them for at least saying, okay, hey, we'll concede. Let's try this. Yeah. And that's and this not fits. bad. Mike, that fits. Right. You
1: don't have to explain it. You can be like, I oh, get it. Whoa! Who are these Vikings? Oh, they're the Viking Raiders. All right, right. That makes sense. That all checks all the boxes. Easy money. Um, Hawkins and Ryder backstage. They didn't really move the needle for me Mm -hmm. much. Uh, Becky Lynch, Alicia Fox. Oh, we have a tweet the table about this. Hold on. Uh, at b underscore double underscore d says, "How the hell has Alicia Fox not been Future Endeavored yet?" Hashtag tweet the table.
0: Well, and you know what. I don't, you know, yeah, something, but or she's sucking someone off back there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, uh, I don't mean that to be like, oh, that's the only way women can give a head. I'm just saying yeah, it seems like it something. Yeah, she could be doing it to a girl too. Right. <laughs> Definitely. Um, But here's where I'm getting a little angry. I got angry while I was watching that fucking shit show of a match because Alicia Fox is a gimmickless fucking hack of a wrestler. Yeah. Uh, let's not forget. If we're peeling back the curtain, believing Dave Meltzer or whoever it was that reported it, her drunk ass got fucking Arn Anderson fired. So fuck her. Yeah,
1: right. Yeah.
0: Fuck that. Yeah, get out of here. You got
1: Arn Anderson fired. And you suck. You got Uncle Arn fired.
0: And you suck. And you suck. Arn Anderson doesn't suck. Yeah, it's not even like we could say, like, man, that talent. Like, you know, when Mike Tyson was beating every heavyweight and going through all those trainers because he was a shit fucking person, you'd be like, well, you know, he's still how knocking people Alicia out. Alicia like, Fox. Fucking Alicia Fox. Sucks. How many Alicia Foxes
1: would it take to equal the value of an Arn Anderson to your organization?
0: Infinity. And then it still comes up short.
1: <laughs> Infinity. I, and then oh, it she's still the comes up short.
0: <laughs> all
1: right um so lacey evans we're gonna get becky lynch and lacey evans as one of Man. Becky Lynch's matches more to yeah. yeah right what do
0: you think about that becky two belts doing becky two matches
1: why not how fun is that she's gonna win them both you think so yeah she's coming away with becky two belts
0: i think now it depends on the order of the match i think whoever's that second match gets the the title and that's how we get the two belts off so let's just say it's Lacey Evans and Becky. Becky wins. You know, she went through a grueling match. Charlotte picks up the pieces, wins the SmackDown title, or vice versa, well, right? so she I goes just through don't a see, match.
1: Unless they're just going to have Becky, they just are immediately like, now nah, you're not doing two brands. We're not going to, you know what I mean? Like, we're going to split that up quick, right? Like, then, yeah, mm-hmm. then they'd give it to Charlotte, right? I just don't see Lacey Evans taking a title away immediately, but who knows?
0: Huh? Yeah, who knows, right? I mean, fucking Zack Ryder and, uh, that, that other guy is the fucking tag champs What's his name, Curt Hawkins? Curt Hawkins is the fucking tag champs You know
1: Yeah, yeah that's true
0: They fucking uh, play with pro wrestlers And now the, that gets them over yeah. Major wrestling brother bullshit uh-huh. Fuck right. off Alright, at B underscore double
1: underscore D Also, he says Robert Rude Looks like Well I mean Somebody should check his hard drive That's all I'm saying Hashtag tweet the table yeah, I like it. Uh, yeah, I, I oh, like yeah. Robert
0: Rude, the fucking yes. man's man. Tom Selleck, Magnum PI, nineteen eighties, wearing loafers with no socks, <laughs> fucking Miami Vice. Yeah, all the way. God damn, I love it. I do. Yeah, it
1: does. Look, I mean, you can't help but look at it and be like, "All right, that's impressive. That looks." You know what I mean? Like
0: it looks. Why wouldn't you? If you could do it, why wouldn't you look like that, right? <laughs> well, yeah, and and to to further that point, you know. Uh, we're in a—not we are, but we watch a business that's built on being memorable and long-lasting, and that's a fucking person I will remember his face. Yeah, you know, before it was just that guy. Now it's like fucking look at that mustache. But Mustache Mondays—that should be his fucking t-shirt. Mustache Mondays, and it's just a fucking mustache, and it says Mustache Monday. That's what it should say. As long as he's on Raw. I like that. Um and I like it too like we don't need a whole like when we say like we need a
1: story it doesn't always have to be a whole lot I just need a believable thing. He's like yeah, well, that guy left. I kind of realized he kind of sucked. Uh, you know what I mean? I'm here now. I'm tired of being this. You know, fell into The gross. I'm not being all happy, giddy for you. I'm here to. You know what I mean? I'm here to make money
0: and well, win some championships. You're gonna call me Robert Rude, damn it! I'm not Bobby. Yeah, I'm a man. Yeah, right, Bobby yeah. is the fucking boys that play with their toys. Right. I'm a fucking man with a mustache. Right, look at me. God damn it. Ask your lady. If she who's thinks sucking I'm my Bobby. dick? Like he right, should just yeah. walk around just yelling that in the women's locker room. Who's sucking my dick?
1: Hey, Bobby, Robert, if you're listening, don't take Tom's advice here. Do not.
0: I'm not saying rape someone. I'm just saying you're a no, man. Don't
1: walk around
0: the thing either. <laughs> take someone's steak and just yell who's sucking my dick. That should be your whole promo right there.
1: The final one from at B underscore double underscore D says, Machine Gun, Carl Anderson, and King Ricochet, at King Ricochet, should tag for a bit. I mean, the potential tag team names would just write themselves, hashtag Tweet the Table. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm not feeling Carl Anderson either. All right. Uh, <laughs> he can go away too. Um all right, I think at, he is, isn't he? I think he is too. At The Iceman Forever says, what's your thoughts on the Firefly Funhouse? I'll give it a chance to see where it leads, hashtag Tweet the Table.
0: So let me share, and then I'll let you go because yeah. mine's not as uh, in-depth as yours. I will say, as I said with Robert Rude, in a business where you have to be captivating and memorable, that is a captivating and memorable uh, introduction. I honestly thought, because so much of the crossover, like, for example, Biggie E uh, was doing some voiceover work on Adult Swim, I thought I was on the wrong channel. And I thought Bray Wyatt was doing, like, a special appearance on a, an adult swim type (laughs) of segment. So I, I had to hit the information and go like, am I watching Monday night raw? And for me, the snarkiest of snark, you know, marks that there are, however you want to categorize me in the IWC, I fell for what I was watching. So credit to him. That's what I'll say.
1: I mean I'm definitely gonna give it a chance, right? I mean, you gotta. Um it's definitely different than what we've seen before, but still holding true to a character, so it's a character progression. I do like that. Um it I just worry about the Bray Wyatt thing because he can go too far into the deep end, right? He goes past that kind of valley, right? Mm-hmm. Like he just moves it's it's it gets hard to follow at times, right? He gets too deep in. And I really want to like the guy. Um, you know, and I think it's more about, what's his name? He's Wyndham Rotunda, isn't that who he is? I, like, I think mm-hmm. I really want to like that guy, right? Because he clearly puts a lot of time, a lot of effort, mm-hmm. a lot of thought into mm-hmm. these things, right? That mm-hmm. he's has to practice, right? So, I just, I don't know, man. If All of it would change, too, if there was some juice behind it, right? If he was winning something. If you know what I mean? Like the where it went wrong before was he
0: never won. He always lost. Yeah, that that aspect of Bray Wyatt, I, I yeah, it was so hard because he was supposed to be this demonic cult leader and no one followed him except for two rejects. Uh, that stood behind him, or three at one point, but yeah, two rejects. You know what I'm saying? Right. Where I get nervous with this iteration of Bray Wyatt is he's like pushing down who he really is, this evil Bray mm-hmm. Wyatt, right? So he's trying to push it down, and he's trying to, you know, uh, a sheep or in wo- or how is it a wolf in uh, sheep's clothes, right? right? Like right. he's trying that thing. Where I fear it's going to go because wrestling just goes like, well, you guys know what's going to happen is. We're going to have him do a babyface match one week and then attack the guy the next week. You know, he'll lose the babyface match. Let's do a rematch and then he'll shake his hand and then he'll go heel. And now we've just got a a generic bad guy again, right? Right. Where he just looks different, but he's still loser Bray Wyatt. That's where I feel it's going to go. I
1: think we're still, I think he's still the heel character. I think he's still going to be dark and weird with this, but I'm hoping for a little more like early gold dust weird where it was like just. You know what I mean? We don't know what this is. He's messing with people's minds. You know what I mean? Like
0: If that he messes kind of with stuff. people's minds, I'm 100% in. Right. I, I just got nervous because the first thing that we saw was he said he said to us, I used to be this bad guy, but we saw these little hints that it's still bubbling within him. And then it's just yeah. like, okay, then we go right back to Bray but Wyatt. It's like, yeah, it's like cool. Bray Wyatt turned into Pee Wee
1: Herman. It's just, it's, it's odd. I'm definitely. But it's, yeah. it, it's piqued my interest.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I showed Rusev my son. Even, well,
1: go ahead. What were you saying?
0: I was just saying. Rusev mentioned that, you know, Jim Carrey is doing this one show where. Uh, he's this tormented man, but every day he's playing Mr. Rogers and it's this whole dichotomy of like, I go home, I hate myself. I'm on the verge of suicide. People annoy me. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. But my day job is, won't you be my neighbor? Hey kids, you know, the future's bright, yada, yada, yada. That's something that's an interesting character. Yeah. He's doing it on Showtime. It's a, it's a series. Yeah. Um, yeah that's so an interesting
1: character i mean yeah so there could be something like that to this so who knows i guess we'll, we'll see more so i definitely but i did show it to my son because he saw the box uh, videos before right and he was like what is that you know what i mean so i showed him that and he was like i don't ever remember wwe being doing weird stuff like this and i was like ah it's because you're young i was like they used to be full of yeah. weird stuff like
0: this and that was some of the fun stuff I was like, yeah, yeah gold dust kissed ahmed johnson one right. time it's fucking awesome
1: right uh, okay, so then AJ Styles won, and you know we kind of got into that. So that was there's Raw, raw. yeah. yeah. Uh, any parting words for Raw before we
0: Like I said, I like that the AJ Styles, Seth Rollins. Uh, like you said, though, I I agree. Babyface, babyface with no story. I gotta have some juice. Gotta have some meaning. Gotta have some some uh, rivalry uh, injected into it. But I'm 100 percent down for it. Right.
1: Um, Okay, so SmackDown, we open up the whole Shane, Roman Reigns, Elias thing going on. How do you feel about this now? I
0: kind of like it. I hate it. I hate it. it? I hate it. And this is why. I don't hate the storyline. I like a Roman Reigns, Shane McMahon, eventual payoff and everything. This is what I hate. You know, we spent x amount of weeks telling the wwe creative and wwe executive team kofi deserves a chance kofi deserves a chance kofi deserves a chance and they say okay cool but here's the caveat he's a mid carter he just happens to have that belt like we've immediately taken him out of the signature storyline because roman reigns and that's what i dislike roman reigns needs to be in the mid card with shane mcmahon you know getting the 745 845 segment Kofi needs to be kicking off the show With Big O And talking about how the championship is so meaningful Yada 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 I think they've
1: come out though and said that they don't follow that same Format anymore because they base it on Like totally different
0: They do do. You know what this feels like? It feels like when CM Punk was the champion But John Cena And Rise Above Hate was the fucking signature Storyline with Kane Yeah Yeah that's what it feels like. And that's why I don't like well, it. Well, that's exactly what it is. But, no, but, but I do that's like... what we don't like about Roman Reigns.
1: Yeah. But I do like this, um, uh, this the, the way it's playing out. I like the Elias now being in favor of the McMahons. That's a good, you know what I mean? I like that.
0: And it makes sense because they validated him by saying he was the biggest acquisition in SmackDown. Right. So, of course, he would be friends with the McMahon. Right. So, I like that. And I like that the Shane... I liked the start of that Shane Roman thing where Roman was like... I'm not gonna fucking talk to you. We right. know why I'm in this ring. Right. And then Shane was like, All right then, motherfucker, yeah, fuck I it. know why yeah, yeah. you're in this ring. Like that's a cool cause that's how shit happens sometimes. You don't talk things out and have like these fucking Spider-Man last word bullshit things with the villain. You just go like, Oh, we're fighting? Oh, we're fighting. Like that's yeah. sometimes how it happens.
1: Like, yeah, oh, oh, you want to fucking go? Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I like yeah. It. That was a cool segment. But again, the placement of it. Just makes me immediately go, oh, so Roman's the mm-hmm. champion here. Yeah. I get it, it's on Kofi, but Roman's the champion here. And that's fucking depressing.
1: Well, then we cut backstage. I like the foreshadowing in hindsight of Big O being like, I know you're going to win tonight. And you know why? You know what I mean? Like, I, you know what I mean? I just like, I, I like kind of how they led that that. Like, it shows a good, well thought out throughout the night thing.
0: Well, and that proves a- another point that's been said, it feels like time and time again. You know, Kevin Owens, when you say, hey, Kevin, here's the ball, he's going to give you a story, right? Now, we don't know who to credit for the Chris Jericho, Kevin Owens story, but that was a great story. The payoff at WrestleMania was a little weak, but that was a great story. The stories that him and Sami Zayn have told in all of the promotions, NXT, Ring of Honor, et cetera, et cetera, have been something that you can sink your teeth into so this doesn't shock it shouldn't shock anyone but it proves to me like Let's make Kevin Owens the fucking focal point of the goddamn show because he'll always deliver something interesting.
1: Well, and our final tweet the table tonight at Mr. Fourth Row says it kind of best. He's like, he said, I really like having a big O on SmackDown Live. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, I feel like now we're gonna get robbed. I was starting to get into big O. You know what I mean? But But that
0: what's yeah. ma- that's what makes it great. <laughs> right. You leave them wanting more. Because yes. then if you ever do get yourself, you know, painted into a corner and you need to get out have a baby face return of big O with the new well, day. Right. Like you can go to Yeah. There.
1: It's that highlight film for his, uh, you know, hall of fame, you know, yeah. thing when he, when all the clips, then there's the big O because guy, he almost sounded like biggie when he started to do the, oh,
0: right. I was yeah. like, oh man, big O. Like he improved this week. <laughs> I was like, God yeah. damn, that that's good. And you can, and you want to, you want to leave them wanting more. And that's what they did with me at least. So I love, yeah, me too, I, cause I I I I'm that sitting here perfect. like, Oh man no more to go that was fun all yeah. right so um
1: yeah andrade back and i kind of so when i heard that they were sending them back because of the whole you know relationships and everything so then they got to send back and these people and these people well, blah, and blah, blah. Fox and fox right yeah so fox wanted mexicans uh on smackdown is what they said but that didn't happen to october i mean you had time but whatever um but then also maybe word is maybe him and Charlotte might be possibly engaged. I don't know what you know. Like that, that, that's yeah. rumor that's out there. Mm-hmm. Well, and then so then you got to send Zelina Vega because she's part of the deal there, right? And then well then yeah. you got to send Black, right? So I heard all that and I was like, cool. But give me a story, right? And then I started thinking, I was like, man. I'm already assigning the fact that they're not going to give me a storyline, right? Like, I was like, already. And they tried to give us something, right? Like, he's like, I'm here to, you know what I mean? Like, ruin the. Well, I like the
0: attempted story, right? Right. So, what he said essentially was hey, you are the. Intercontinental champion on Raw. I went to Raw because I want to become intercontinental champion. I beat you. You run to SmackDown. So this thing isn't over. So now I'm going to get that title from you. So I'm coming back to SmackDown because I'm going to be champ. Love that. That was good. Uh,
1: Well, it's an easy sell. I I demanded to come back here and they had it right. Yeah.
0: Because I want that title. Yeah. Easy sell. I believed it 100%. If, you know, again, we're saying this is all real. Uh, I also like because i get tired of just blackishay i like that ricochet and alistair black are now separating because it didn't make any sense they were fine but also get the fuck out of here
1: why did not why was it a non-title match he beat him he should have got a title match. i
0: don't know especially if you were gonna
1: have uh balor win (laughs)
0: like what does it
1: matter what (laughs) does it matter you yeah it doesn't make sense um and then they got elias backstage in a in a challenging him via song which was cool and then i even like how shane's like really that's what you're gonna do and he's like all right he won't accept anyway right like let's go <laughs> right? yeah let's go yeah that was fun um and here we go again with the tell me a story Kyrie, sane and now oscar we had at least with this with the cartoon sky pirates that was the sky pirates great why didn't you just bring me the Sky Pirates? Now it's the Sky Pirate and Asuka. And I'm left with why is Asuka hanging around with a Sky Pirate yeah. now? And we got to yeah. do the two entrances thing again, which is like, come yeah. on. I hate that. Like, let's, if they could find out a way, what's a way Tom in 2019 where people have ADD, our, our, our entertainment's gotten this much quicker, right? Mm-hmm. I want somebody do this math for me. How much of the three hours of show is taken up by music and entrances?
0: It's probably well, a third. We, I mean, how much? Yeah. And we've talked about that. I think at WrestleMania, when you were over here, I think the entrances should be what makes it special to go to the show, right? right? Like you get to see Alistair Black's fucking entrance at WrestleMania, Survivor Series, Royal Rumble. And when you're there and you don't get to see it on SmackDown right. every week. Right. Or, because at least the other the, thing, or at least the, the pay-per-views, right? Like, same thing I'm you get it for the pay-per-views right. and if you go to the show. Because the other thing, if you ever go to a show that still makes zero fucking sense, and they did this, they almost shot themselves in the foot when they did the Bailey and Charlotte uh, segment, and then they had a match-up. Well, then they went to commercial break, and then they did some, like, we do Make-A-Wish thing, but you could see behind the Make-A-Wish graphic, it was just Charlotte and Bailey standing in a ring. Yeah, Couldn't you... Time out a show better to where, again, if you're going to have commercial breaks, that's when they're walking out. So the crowd gets to see the Bailey inflatable things. They're talking about it. That makes you want to go to a show because you get to see the entrance. And then the pacing of the show doesn't have two fucking wrestlers just standing in a ring when you come back from wrestling or come back from a commercial break. But, yeah, I agree with you. I think entrances need to be more specialized and more important for the live audience because that's who's really getting the benefit of it
1: yeah it's just on tv like i'm like oh my god we sit through so much of it oh, and that is hilarious. not entertaining television like it is
0: not and with graphics you can put a lower third of who you know lower third of who they are yada yada boom boom there you go yeah nice. i agree with you
1: and then this here kairi sane's going over peyton royce and then the the villain wrote what fire and desire or whatever the hell they were they stopped calling them that i guess right
0: I whatever yeah what it was fast forward. That's what it was. So what was next after that? Um, Jinder Mahal is here. Fast forward. Uh, Chad well, Gable did the say. Seg- yeah. I know. I love him. Lars Sullivan. Lars. Ah, whatever.
1: Yeah, Lars. So
0: fast forward. What happened after that?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, what is the deal with Lars anyway? Um, let's see. Moving on. Oh yeah. So we had the Charlotte Becky showdown. The Bailey comes out. I liked okay out of this whole thing I, what I liked the most was I like um I like Bailey's squaring up with Charlotte right when she was like you're not even you're beneath me or whatever and she just freaking like chest bumps right up in her face I was like oh shit and
0: Becky's reaction to that that was great um well gosh, and what... Becky's line about how Charlotte is a web that management won't untangle yes, her from right Fucking, that yeah. was perfect mm-hmm Cause yeah, and then even Bailey alluded to it. Like, how could you just get these opportunities all the time?
1: Like, stop it. I I do want the other right. Yeah, yeah. I liked all of that. I like where they're going with Bailey now. Like, it's a little. You know what I mean? It's a little more. Well, unfortunately, she lost. Well, yeah. So, which again, why?
0: Why? Yeah. Why would you do all of that?
1: And then just have her lose? Everybody, everybody, the backlash you got when you were like and Charlotte Flair with with Becky, everybody was like, God damn
0: it. And then you're just going to immediately, her first, like, what are you doing? What well, are you talking about? And and I thought, again, you could have leaned into it a little bit more asshole-like to make us really hate Charlotte. Because you know what I would have done if I hired T-Mac? This is T-Mac story time. Mm-hmm. Just a small caveat where – Charlotte and Becky are doing that promo. Becky hits her with that one liner where management or you're a tangle that management won't let me untangle from, you know, all that stuff, you know? And then Charlotte could have just gone like, Oh, okay. I'll show you that. I earned the number one contenders match. Bring me a wrestler. And it's just a fucking jobber. And you go like, God damn it. Like Charlotte's going to beat a jobber. And then she's like, of course I am. You dumb bitches and beats a jobber. And then you go like, Fuck. So then she's not beating Bailey, who just, hey, I'm new to SmackDown lose. Like, right. so you're protecting that, and then you're leaning into the heat of Charlotte winning over fucking no reason at all. And then a jobber just gets beat up and fucking fine for them, right? Like, everyone wins in that situation. Hire T-Mac.
1: Yeah. All right, then we roll into the main event, Kofi Shinsky non-title match, and then of course you know the the fallout is uh, you know the Owens heel turn. What's uh, what are your thoughts, man?
0: I like if you notice, uh, hopefully, uh, Kevin Owens got rid of Xavier Woods mm-hmm. with the power bomb on the apron. So the one thing that I told you that I was kind of like, hey, I want Kofi, I want Kofi here. Right, so now right. Biggie is legit out, right? And now that powerbomb kayfabe has xavier out so now we get to see the champion the number one guy as we're told on smackdown stand on his own and fight to solidify himself as quote unquote the man not becky lynch but the man and that's what i like so it actually everything laid out perfectly and it gives a viable like asshole number one heel who has some credibility because he's former universal champion to be the first contender for Kofi's title. So I like now, it. I like everything about it.
1: Do we still feel that they, based on the the racial aspect of Kofi's victory that we had initially said, well, he's going to have this for a, a little bit, right? Like he's not going to lose it to the first guy. But now I don't know. Could could they want to put all this heat on Owens and and
0: yeah? Because you know who he loses that belt to? Mm. The number one guy on SmackDown, fucking Roman Reigns. Right, you're gonna uh... have Roman Reigns beat Kofi Kingston. So you got to have a transitional champ. Well, who's the transitional champ? A credible champion, Kevin Owens.
1: He's booked the next couple. There we go.
0: God damn it. it! I hate when I'm right. Uh huh. That's it, man.
1: All right. Hashtag hire T Mac. I know you're listening, Vince i know you're listening i know you're paul yeah yeah
0: i know you're listening paul and steph
1: yeah on
0: your next drive to the to the next town
1: Mm -hmm. you're fucking or working out whatever you guys are doing and whatever ungodly hour you guys do
0: thanks for listening to the show while you do it
1: though yeah thanks for listening to the show while you do it though and hashtag
0: and you too (laughs) common folk (laughs) Thank you for listening (laughs) while you do your things, too. Mm -hmm,
1: Whatever things you might be getting into, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right, then. We will get out of here for this week, and we will come back for episode 258 next week of the Spanish Announce
0: Table. Fun fact. In 2000, Scott Hall wrestled three matches in two days for the original ECW. The Spanish Announce Table.